Audio Frontier. Before we get into football daft, we'd like to dedicate this episode to the memory of Chris's dad, who sadly passed away this week. Our thoughts, as I'm sure your thoughts are, are with Chris and his family right now. So this week's show is for Jim Toll. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome once again to Football Daft. It is the Daftest Scottish Football Podcast around. I'm John, and now let's welcome the team. First of all, let's welcome man who made the fatal mistake at the weekend of chopping chili and then touching his willy. It is Grado. I'm no joking, by the way. I nearly ended up in the hospital on Friday night. It was that bad. Really? Well, I was making jalapeno poppers, and I was cutting the the chilies, but I never. I never had gloves on or anything like that and I totally forgot about it until I went for a piddle and then I went up to my bed and I'm sitting watching the telly and I went what? and my, honestly the burning the burning sensation that was coming through was oh. horrific mate and of course the first thing you do is you run to the tap man and stick your <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> but that makes it worse it's the cold water that makes it worse because apparently it entices it it makes it um, aye aye I, so I was Google it and what you're meant to do is you're meant to, you're meant to, you're meant to use milk. <laughs> never, when you're, when, you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're making a jalapeno popper, never touch your chopper. Never touch your chopper. Uh, well, know what today, because I, I, I learned and bought, and I actually quite like it. You know how chefs are wearing like these black gloves and all that now? I bought them off Amazon for the next night. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what's in my head now? How... How much a bad mood was that chef in at eyebrows last night? I remember him. <laughs> and that man that you can hear, welcome back to the podcast. Okay. He's rode in in Shergar. He's been hanging about with Lord Lucan because they've been spotted more than he has. It's Stephen <laughs> Purden, everyone. I've been a busy boy, John. I know you have, son. I've been busy. I've been busy. I've, I mean, I've been going to director boxes. I've noticed that you, like last week we were recording the podcast, oh, okay, so many scenes to do, so many lines to learn, I, and then there's up on Twitter, there he is, director's box at Ibrox for the <laughs> European game. Who did you see, Bob, the same day? That night, I spent most of the night just chatting away to Stuart Robertson. Do you know what, mate? That's probably, uh, I mean, all the times meeting the director's box, that's the first time it's been quite quiet in... Stuart Robertson, big DJ and that was there, Gordon Jury. But who was asking for me? Uh, big DJ, huh? Stuart. No. No. <laughs> you're not telling you're not telling no, do you know what? Seriously, we we all had a wee chuckle at the story of you trying to get Andy Cameron into River City. <laughs> I've not heard this story. The police right, so, talk us through so this. He was at the director's box. He was at the director's box a week before me. Do you know what? We were actually talking about this in work the other day. I was telling Martin that it was funny as fuck, man. Uh, is, uh... The guy who you were going to phone, who you don't even know. Is he, is he, <laughs> so, a, is he right, a director or a producer or something? Right. I'll tell the story, John. Right. I'll tell the story. The week before, it was a Saturday. Rangers are playing parts, right? Uh, and I'm sitting in the house. A wee bit pissed off at the result, right? 
Yeah. He's chilling out in the director's box after I'm away up the road. Uh, I just get a random message for Gredo. Uh, Andy Cameron must have been in City. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting there, right? I'm sitting there, but unbeknown to me is, he's, well, he's, he's also sent me an voice, not going like that. Uh, I told him way two seconds, and I'll speak to Mark McCarkle. <laughs> Exactly, his name's Martin McCarthy, right? But he's he's stunned there with Andy Cameron acting the Billy Big Boys going, I'll speak to Martin McCarkle. <laughs> and then he, and then he's with, and, and then he's obviously realized he's not getting Martin's number and he's with the area Andy Cameron. I can't get a hold of Martin, I've just spoke to Bob for you, right? <laughs> so I've texted him back sitting pissed off but giggling in my brain somewhere, going that I can picture him in there acting the way I know it'd be right in Because I I like talking to Andy and I was going, Aye, I, goes, I, I was a bit like, um, do you miss it? Do you miss it? Oh. And he was going, Kim, I'd like to do one more thing. I'd like to do River City. I went, I'll phone Mark Mercado for you. I goes, <laughs> hold on. I think that's a great idea. And I stopped, you know what? It is. That's a great idea. It is. It is. Cherry and take the high road, man. He was, he was, um, he was a postman, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was. Uh, something like that. Is he not a bit of a heartthrob or not? It was a bit of a I think he was having affairs with folk. And uh, fun enough, by the way, Riddles Three Riddles this week, by the way, there's a lock. Uh, sorry, there's a, there's a Take the High Road. Uh, Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. As I mentioned for my, my Three Riddles later on. But anyway. Um, but, I, hi, guys. Mate, when I, when, when, I looked, when I looked at it at the time, I went, I know he's in there saying he can get a hold of Martin and all that. And I'm his fallback going, I've spoke to Bob. So I've just taken Skilly back going, I can only ask the question. Have you asked the question? Is Andy Cameron going to be on River City? Have you asked the question? Because no, you've got no, sway. No. Right, we'll, we'll get to that part, right? So I'm going like that. Right, I can only ask a question. He's ended up sozzled because he's been out with Stevie Jukes and fucking Nathan Evans and Arfield after that. He's woke up the next day, looking through his phone, sent me a voice note, pissing his laughing gun. I messaged you saying I want to get Andy Cameron on River City. Right, so I've been into work the next day. <laughs> Me, Jordan, uh, Big Grant, Martin McCardy are starting talking. And uh, Jordan said something about Scott Squad. Then I said something about I Grado was filming that the other day and all, blah, blah, blah. The podcast. I've went, he's messaged me saying about Andy Cameron, but I'm talking to Martin. So I'm kind of planting the seed a wee bit gone. We're laughing about the whole story of you, but I'm gone. That would be a bad thing. Andy Cameron coming in and then I started going it wouldn't be a bad thing they don't come in either do you know what I mean so I'm going like I was like he's got a way on the wine or that you could be Buster's feather yeah <laughs> I'm no joking imagine Andy Cameron and Grado coming in as a fucking new family brilliant Buster make senior. it happen <laughs> make it happen Buster what did you say Grado Buster Senior and Buster Junior <laughs> yeah do you know what age Andy Cameron is now he must what be well in his 70s age is he? He's eighty-three. Wow! By the by, by the by, man, he still is as quick as a dart. Oh, yes. aye, oh, aye, aye. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I honestly think he would be golden. Never say as would yourself, Grado, if you came back. Do you know what, mate? You were raw. You've went I, away and you've learned. I went out and I, I've, I've learned my craft. I'm pure high hat, you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm asking like, like, my new host not like that you've been away and learned <laughs> you've learned <laughs> well, so I think you can make this happen Stephen I want, I want, to, just, I want to see Aye. Andy and Grado and the new family in River City I think it'd be a beautiful thing um, 
You're at Ibrox as well last night, boys. Obviously, one story that's dominated in Scottish football this week. We did a special Rangers staff, which you can get on the channel right now, is obviously the passing of Walter Smith at the age of 73. What was it like, game aside, we'll get to that, but what was the atmosphere like around Ibrox and in that stadium? It, it was a wee, it was, it was very subdued to begin with. It was a bit, you could tell everybody's thinking the same thing. I mean, for a start, Trying to get there last night was a fucking nightmare. Oh, Jesus. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Obviously, it was one of the mad, mad depressing feelings when I go driving there in the rain, knowing Walter's past, knowing there's going to be the minute silence, and it's a, it was just a horrible feeling, the whole thing. And especially, I mean, I don't know why they never delayed it 15 minutes, because so many folk missed the kick-off. I missed the minute silence. I came in about three or four minutes into the game. I thought, mm-hmm. well, this COP26 shite that's in Glasgow, um, the rain isn't helping, surface water on the roads, take care, all the rest of it. And I thought, mm-hmm. come on, what what hell would it have been to the late 50 minutes? So still buses on mm-hmm. the motorway as well. So a lot of folk missed the kick-off. Yeah. Um, so I I, I I can't speak for that. But um, certainly, because Rangers did step off in the front foot for the first the first seven, eight minutes, didn't, didn't they, Bob, until... I think Rangers, it didn't, the way the game, me and you were sitting fucking shell-shocked, going, to go, we were so in control, it looked like it was just a matter of time, where we're knocking the ball about well, then fucking bang, bang, two goals, man, absolutely, but that's becoming the running theme now, it wasn't even as if Aberdeen cut his autumn, it, we were the architects of their downfall yet again, Goldson, I do not know what was going through his head playing that body on Strom. The second goal, Tav's just sleeping, Brown's just ran off him. And it's just the absolute fucking pattern of our season so far. I guess it puts a big dampener on, you know, you're there to celebrate Walter's life and then you get the result you are. But I mean, fair play to Aberdeen, obviously, the, the, they played quite well. They didn't play extremely well again, like you say, Stephen. Story, story of Rangers season. I, um, and then obviously. And Sorry, when you go. Obviously, across the uh, in Edinburgh as well, there's Celtic. I think, in all accounts, came out flying in that first half. Ibs got back into it a wee bit in the second half, but um, and there's Hearts still unbeaten but dropping points now. So and Dundee United again just falling away just a wee bit now. So you know, I guess you are looking over your shoulders at Celtic now. One word, very worrying. Very worrying. Yeah, that is worrying. It's two words, but I'll let you off. It's two words. Aye, but it's very worrying, should I say. It's worrying. Um, yeah. Because I, a result like this has been coming, and I, I'm no confident one bit for Sunday. I can... I believe that on Saturday night, Celtic will go to the League, and I just don't know if we're going to beat Motherwell on Sunday because we just... actually reminds me... Uh, CVG's first couple of seasons we've regressed back to 2018 that's the way I feel that we're playing just now we're just and I think a lot of players heeds are away I think they're away man Goldson was just just in the, he just isn't like the same player Um, totally agree mate totally agree with you totally agree I think it is like we have regressed is that the right word isn't it regressed yes yes well we, I keep saying it. I'm fed up saying it in the group chat with my pals now. I keep repeating myself. We are no living 
in the world where we didn't qualify for the Champions League, the way the team is now is the fallout of not making the Champions League. We gambled hoping we were going to make the Champions League. We didn't. Grado saying last night, you're looking at that bench, any of the players, apart from Arfield, any of the players you bring on last night are going to make that team a bit better. At least Arfield try to go beyond and get in behind. Hadji doesn't do that. Roof doesn't do that. Mandelos doesn't do that. Sakara comes on. Scott Wright comes on. Still not seen a lot of Sakara, but what I have seen, I don't rate Scott Wright. I've seen enough of him now to put my eggs in a basket and go, nah, he's not for me. And I just think, no making that chance. Like that Malmo defeat is paramount to where we are now. And if we do not win this league and Celtic win it and go straight into Champions League, it's very worrying. So come January, we need to stick or twist when it comes to buying players because I know the board can't keep paying money out. We know what happens when that. You don't run a business properly. Fuck, we're Rangers fans. We all know what's happened in the past. But it's absolute and unbelievable importance that we get in that Champions League because of Celtic Day. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you'd say that though. They've, they've had all the money in the bag anyway, so they could have been streets ahead and have not. But you never know. I mean, I have to say, last night it was really disappointing. I mean, there was 21 goals in the Scottish Premiership last night. 21 goals. Amazing result for Ross County, by the way. Hats off to Malky McKay. That's some result. What did that finish? 5 0 to Ross County. <laughs> against Dundee, you know, you had 2-2 at Motherwell St Mirren, you know, really exciting, and yet none of the games are on the telly, and you're, they've got Preston versus Liverpool, which is just a rubber match on, on, on the telly. You know, it's just, it's shocking. I mean, I think the Premiership this season, and in fact, all the Scottish leagues, when you look at how tight the leagues are uh, below the Premiership, the Championship League 1, League 2, it's just been a really great start to the season. It's just really disappointing to see Sky am you know, showing any of the games. That's mm-hmm. why we've spoke about it on this podcast before, why the, the clubs don't get together and make some sort of fucking SPL or Scottish cinch app, the cinch app or whatever you want. I mean, no sense, but no, I mean, some sort of fire fire stick TV where you can watch every game because I would rather watch some of these games than the Premier League games. Aye. Tell you what game I wouldn't have minded watching last night. Aloha versus the Rangers Colts. <laughs> I would, um, that, that boy got a hat-trick, didn't he? Aye, 3-2 we won. Rangers the big man get three goals, aye. Well, well talking of Rangers Colts, um, we're going to be speaking a special open line this week. We're hoping to speak to Bob Malcolm, Barry Ferguson to get their memories of Walter Smith and get a couple of stories to celebrate his life. As I say, you boys told some brilliant stories um, on the Rangers staff there this week uh, about Walter Smith, so hopefully we'll get a few from Barry and Bob on the open line later on. A couple of messages, by the way, for, for folks saying, saying that they enjoyed listening to that, and there was a lot of Celtic fans that, that had DM'd me and texted me and he said I listened to it as well so uh, well, well Stephen went viral he went viral with his story <laughs> about Walter um, I walked into my work on what day was that what, what day is this Thursday I went into my work yesterday aye uh, walked in the makeup lassie Cheryl I walked in she went ah Stephen George Bow was talking about you and Clyde One you went viral was he somebody <laughs> called Walter Smith and I was like aye he's a he's He's one of my heroes that passed away and she was like, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't even realise that's what it was about. And I deliberately made her feel like shit and I felt bad, man. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, before we get... Uh, I thought we were talking about Scott Squad yesterday. I know, by the way, that, that video. Everybody was, was talking about that wee. Aye. 
Aye, no, it was a great story. So hopefully we get a few from Bob and Barry later on. Uh, before we get into the show, though, a few bits and bobs to come on back on from last week. Stephen, obviously you missed this, um, you know. But uh, the big question we asked, and you might be have a different answer for this, Stephen, was what do you call the bit between your boss and your arse? Your taint. I see. Oh, no. Wow, your taint. Now, so the actual medical term for it, we found out, was the perineum. Perineum. Uh, but the, we were saying I called it the grundle. <laughs> the good, the good. Just... I can't, uh, John. You're such a fucking Falkirk man. Like the way you come up with these words, man. Like the Preston game is a fucking rubber match, and the bit between your boy and your arse is your grundle. <laughs> <laughs> and the good, the Gooch is a very popular one. The Gooch is very... I, 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 I'm only saying taint because years ago. We done a pilot for a fucking kind of supernatural comedy thing called State, right? Right. They tried to punt and nearly get took half a gun. It was no bad. Right. And there was a scene in it where we had this conversation. And I didn't really have a name for it, but they in the script, my mate Kev that wrote the script, calls it your taint. Your taint. Well, a couple of listeners have been in touch. See what you think of these suggestions. Andrew says that we're all wrong. It's actually called the twerent, because if it twerent your balls, it would they would fall out. <laughs> so, and Albert's living on our YouTube channel says it's called the Disney because it Disney your balls and it Disney your asshole. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll still get to the bottom. We should have that as the big question next week. Aye, I think that because that. There is, there's so many different... Did you say taint as well, Gredo? I say taint, but I, I, it's for the Yanks, but all the Americans called it their taint. Right. Oh, fuck my fucking taint, bro. Taint? <laughs> what? Is it not like somebody calls it... What is it? My work, somebody calls it like some the runway or something. The what? The runway? The runway. <laughs> that know when you get... Oh, no. Better. Right. Steady. <laughs> Steady now. Uh, so, um... What's been happening in Scottish football? Uh, there's not been much. Um, I mean, we've had some great games there last night. Um, and we're going back to last week's show. Gredo was talking about how excited he gets when he sees a Rangers top player are somewhere unusual, Stephen. You know, like when you've been on, you're on holiday or that and you see a Rangers mm-hmm. top? You ah, I, I didn't that. even know that. I didn't All even... right, are you made it when you're on the telly in that, Gredo? Aye, like, because remember, is there any that pops out with you? See if you get the same man as me, Bob. The first thing I thought of when I thought of that. Let me think, let me think, let me think. See, a Rangers top. I mean, I totally popped when young Sheldon was wearing a Falkirk <clears throat> tracksuit. Like, did, uh, he's did a. Mike, did Mike Tyson know where one once? See, I he did. He wore the 2010 strip. He got pictured in that. But the first thing that popped into my, my head, Bob, was the Kevin and Perigo Large when they finally get to Beef and they come at the airport. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Fucking Nicola loves that fella. That's right, man. It is. It's a weird one because even, even on holiday, man, me and my mates have a joke about this. And my mate was away for the October week. He's Wednesday, he's away to Spain. And he's fucking voice note me. He's like, ah, fucking Celtic tabs everywhere. Is that all they pack? Is that all they wear? They just go and hold it. I think you see Mercedes tabs when you go abroad and all that. Like, guys, but when I see a Rangers tap, it's always like a pure, there's one there and it's a wee. Do, do you feel the need when you see like, them to, to go over and, and say, all right, mate, I'm a Rangers man too. You feel that oh, kind of... I, there used to be, I think there used to be that, man. I think the older you get, like, I, I only wear Rangers taps about the house, really, or wear it 
I don't really wear them going out anywhere as much, but when I'm going on holiday, I wouldn't really pack anything that way now. Do you know what I mean? But Aye. when I see somebody wearing that, it's always just a wee, like I say, like a wee, <laughs> I went to um, uh, New York in 2010, right? And I went to the bit where uh, John Lennon got shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the all the highlights, eh? That's, that's one of the things that are in the thing with it to do, go and see where John Lennon got shot. And there was a guy standing there, a kind of homeless guy, um, with the NTL Nike one. And I went, that shot reminds me of Michael Moles. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> But it's, he's obviously been given it, but I was still like, go <clears throat> and stuff like that. Aye. The kind of V-neck one? Aye. 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 It reminds me of a pre-season game. I remember I remember a pre-season game when, when that that first came out. I can't remember who we played. It was maybe like a Finnish team or something like that. But it is, it's weird how taps like remind you. Uh, like the, 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 who does that remind you? Lorenzo Amoruso. Big time! Aye! It Steven, does! What top's that, Stephen? Big ammo. It reminds me of big ammo. Well, it's the uh, way top from what season's that? That's 98. Seven. I think it's 97-98. Aye, 97 What? Walter Smith, we wore it for two seasons, did we know? I don't know. I don't know. We wore it. Uh, Walter's last last campaign when we lost the Scottish Cup at Park Key, the Scottish Cup final, and I'm sure when Advocate took care, we kept the same tap. Really? We should, you should do that with your pals. Like, see if your your pals like hold it up atop. It's like one of these Rorschach drawings. You know what I mean? Who does this player? And it'll tell you a lot about their personality when you show them the top. Yeah, that could be a wee football daft segment. There we go. We can hold up a random top and we say, what player does this remind you of? Right, that's a good one. We'll do, let's do that next week. Let's do that next week. Um, Ian got in touch with us um, off the back of Grado talking about this, um, seeing this Rangers top and Kevin and Perry. He says, he sent us a picture. Now, Stephen, I don't know if you'll get this, but he was wondering, there's a picture of former WCW owner um, Eric Bischoff now, I put it on the on the plan, and if you watch the video version, you'll be able to see it. Uh, it's basically, there's a wee boy stood next to Eric Bischoff, and <laughs> he's, he's he's like, it's almost like he's saying something. He's wearing the old McCune's uh, lager. Now, you see he, that, Tom? He, that, I mean, that's Ali McCoy's Mark Haley kind of era of Rangers aye, Cop, isn't it? Aye, aye. That's like, that's like 90... What would you say that? It's 94, 95? Aye, that was 90, 92, aye. 93, 94, 94. Aye, aye. Well, that, aye. That, it's like he's pure screaming at me as if fucking, we are that people! <laughs> and this wrestling promoter's going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's definitely something that's abroad in Disneyland because that's all, I think that's what it was. It looks like it was when Hulk was announced or something like that, when Hulk Hogan was announced. <laughs> there you go, detail from Grado. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, you can see that uh, picture of Eric Bischoff with a young lad in a Rangers top. If you would sign up to the video version at patreon.com forward slash football daft. Anyway, we started this new feature, Stephen, while you've been away. We're basically, because you know how Grado's moaned for ages and ages about we talk, don't talk about football, we just want to talk about stupid stuff. Well, we started this feature and Grado's not having it. I, I can't even bother with it. What is that? Right, so I'm going to give you three stories, right? And you've got to choose what one you want to talk about, right? Okay, so here's this week's three daft stories, right? Would you like to talk about the man who found an eyeball in a can of baked beans? Would you like to talk about of some strange items that were uh, left on a train in Glasgow? 
Or would you like to talk about of what happened when a guy broke into the Scottish Parliament? Okay, I mean, Bob. What you choose? See, see, what was the last one? A guy broke into the Scottish Parliament. You want to find out what happened to him? Guys, is this what you've been doing? <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can. He's loving it, Bobby. This, this was to appease Grado. Like, yeah, I would like, I, if I was to pick one, I would like to pick the stuff that was left on a train. Right, okay. Well, this is a story. A Glasgow party goer left space cakes, a corset, and an inflatable person on a train. <laughs> I knew it would have been something dodgy, man. I knew it would have been... It, it, it isn't going to just be a mobile phone and a set of keys. Yeah. The British Transport Police have been in touch saying, if you want your stuff back, please get in touch with them. Uh, they tweeted, whoever has organised the party in Glasgow with an inflatable person who described it as, a corset and these space cakes you left in the train. Poor organising. We've taken them if you want to give us a call. I take it space cakes a hash cake. Yes. Aye, aye, aye. That's fucking... I mean, that was in Glasgow? Yeah. Only in Glasgow, man. Fucking a corset, a fucking blow-up doll and a fucking space cake. Sounds like a fucking good party. I know. Look at Grado, man. He's hating this bit of the show, man. <laughs> Let's see. This is what... Grado's now done, does breakfast radio, so this is what he has to do every morning. That's what he says. I don't you know what I mean. love. We don't talk about hash cakes and inflatable dolls and all that. One. We can, we can, we can. <laughs> I, I love John's enthusiasm for this wee segment. I, I love Grado's fucking absolute... But, do you know what? I'm going to dump the, the segment because it, it was merely it was put in for specifically for Grey that we talk about something stupid. That's, that, that's like, the irony that he doesn't talk about football, but you're putting that in. And he still doesn't like it. I know. I mean, I mean, I want to talk about something else. Something else. Do you know right, what do you want to talk about, Grey? You have the you have the four. You have the four. What can we talk about? What have I found out about this week? Do you know yeah. what? I, do you know what I would like to talk about, man? Sitting in fucking hospitality last night, man, and Grado was like rehearsing his fucking go radio part of me. <laughs> what? Oh, please talk us through this. Please talk us through this. People were looking at me and I was like, this is go radio. <laughs> Sorry, you were just going, I was just, they were calling what you did the radio and I was going, I'm doing it, do it from six to ten in this morning and this is go radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's you up to date on go. <laughs> Surface water is affecting the roads in the M8 between Junction 16 and Junction 19. If you spot anything else at all, give us a call. It's 808 7800. You could see there was tables next to us and guys all having a laugh and chatting, going, What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I took two seconds, John. <laughs> doing radio live, pretending to do radio. That's brilliant, Grado. That's brilliant. He's never off. I know, exactly. Do you want to talk about something, Grado? What do you talk about in the radio? I'm like, slow mixing that. (laughs) (laughs) No, what was funny, man? One of the guys goes like that to him at the table. What what radio station is it today? And he's like, go radio, mate. The one at the advertiser around the stadium there. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, me and Grado go to hospitality, right? So he's he's filming Scott Squad for Mother and Motherwell. And I'm fucking filming River City and Dumbarton. We're gone there. He was flying. He was going to get there before me, but then he got held up in traffic and vice versa with me. So I got there quicker. So I'm like, ah, right, pure like that, right? Yeah, well, you want me just to wait? He's like, no, just go in. I was like, you know, I'm going to wait on you. He's like, just go in. I was like, right, all right. Gets in, man. Swagger's in. Greg 
and all his mates, like two tables in him, man, all sitting there. I walk in, man, I sit down, one of the guys, go and get something to eat. <laughs> and I'm like, right, no bother, mate, cool. So I goes up, I fucking roast, like ham and totties in the middle of all these guys sitting eating lamb. <laughs> well, like, I said, where the fuck is he, man? He needs to <laughs> up. Uh, sitting there like that. So how long you been in River City? <laughs> I love that. Oh, what, what were you doing today? Then um, I, I fucking turns turn up with, with my makeup stolen. <laughs> so I forgot. I never had time to wash my face, John. Because I was fucking with that makeup on you. And I'm like, makeup on everything. And I, had, I don't know if you know what's an all, but I had black hair dye in my hair and all because the, the thing with all the grey bits in my head and all. Are you going grey, grey, though? Oh. Anyway. That was funny, man. It was a, it was a, you know what? It was, a, it was an all right wee night apart from the actual game. No, there you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, it was just one about just but the whole game, but it was it was like it was like a pure nightmare. Aye, it was. It was. When Scott Brown scored that goal, I was, we were just like we just turned around, we kind of laughed at each other, like what is going aye. on? Aye, aye. <laughs> it was the way he's having the fucking time of his life on the pitch when that goal goes in. He's milking it for everything, and you're just sitting there going, "Fucking hell, man!" I think I see folk now going, "Oh, Scott Brown celebrating all the rest of it." You think that's what it's all about? But do you know? What I mean? Imagine if you played, being a Rangers fan, and you score against. You're going to go if you're not. Aye, exactly. Aye. Or if you played for Celtic, sorry, if you played for Rangers, you scored against. Oh, you know what I mean? But do you know what I think is? But it's like, and then who was it, man? Somebody I seen saying something. It's like, I mean, Aberdeen last night, their time wasting was absolutely embarrassing. See, like Joe Lewis, not that it was so embarrassing. But that's our fault. Aye, that's not. Do you know it's, what I mean? So it's our fault that we can't break down a defence between Ross McCrory and David Bates. <laughs> What do you think about it? And then that's near him to them, but we, come on. Scott Brown playing sweeper, and next to him he's got fucking David Bates and Ross McCrory. Aye. I mean, they've not kicked a ball all season. No. Well, listen, we'll get more chat, I'm sure, on Rangers daft this week. Uh, apologies for no Celtic daft this week, but we'll be back uh, in the next couple of weeks with Ryan and Chris, hopefully. Um, later on on this show, we'll be playing for pies in the player profile playoff, as per usual. On the big question, as it's Halloween, boys, we thought we'd look for spooky footballers. Um, and we'll be revealing uh, last week's swankiest moment with Eldado and getting you to vote on a new one. Uh, Grado's got another three riddles with a take the high road based one in there. We'll look wow. forward to that. And uh, on teammates, it's former Rangers and Motherwell man, Morris Ross. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Right, so obviously we were talking about at the game last night and all that, and it was courtesy of our sponsors, G4 Claims. They got us a little bit of hospitality. But that's not already, right? Remember, if you've been in a road traffic accident and you're not at fault, G4 Claims can make it easy for you. They can provide you with the complete accident management support you require. They'll recover their costs from the at-fault party, sort you out with a like-for-like vehicle replacement. They will also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and return to you. Should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, they will recover the pre-accident value for your car and write you a big fat check for it. And best of all, it won't cost you a penny as they charge the at-fault insurance direct. G4 claims don't cold call. They don't buy data. And once they've processed your claim, your insurance will remain unscathed. And the best thing is, Nicole and the team over there won't take on your case if they don't think they can help. So 
If you've been in a road track accident or know someone that has, get on to G4 Claims on 01698-767-172. That's 01698-767-172. Get them at notatfaultclaim.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims Limited. G4 Claims, Not At Fault Claims, Maybe Football Daft Open Line. This uh, week we thought we'd do something a bit different. Uh, we would normally get you guys on to, to give us your points. But uh, we thought we'd invite um, somebody onto the show that can pay tribute to Walter Smith, who a, a guy who's worked with them. Um, you know, we Radio and Stephen shared their stories on a Rangers staff, but we thought we'll go straight to a man who's worked with them. Uh, it's Bob Malcolm. Welcome to the show, Bob. Hi, Bob. lads. How you doing? How are you? Not right? bad, mate. Not bad. Thanks for joining us, mate. No worries. No worries. I think we should maybe get like a wee football daft, like testimonial for Bob now, man. That's like three times he's been I on there. Might start getting fucking paid for it now. <laughs> mate, fucking no chance. We still got you paid for it. Hey, <laughs> 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 no, Dad. He's, he's put three chins on. <laughs> the last time I spoke to him. All right, mate. You always come on and call me chicken tits and all that. I know. It's because you can take it. It's a good laugh, isn't it? Um, but anyway, I know I say this every other kind of couple of weeks, but I did start a diet on Monday, and we was at Ibrox last night, and sure I was offered a pie, Bob. And what did I say? He said, no, he's too. He's too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Bob, you obviously, you were at Ibrox last night, so you were, uh, our, uh, were taking on Rangers B. Um, yep. But, uh, I mean, where were you when you when you found out the news? Uh, where was I yesterday when I found out the news? I had a couple of missed calls, and uh, my dad actually, Fergie texted me, and I don't think it was announced at this point, and he texted me saying, I think Walter's, uh, I can't remember the words he was, but he was basically struggling. And then just at that, uh, there was something in a group chat where the club had announced that he'd passed away. So uh, obviously sad all around, uh, a legend of the club, and I, I don't think anybody will forget him. No, no, I know, but it's just it, I know that we all knew that he was he was no well and stuff like that. But it just the, the shock it what was was brutal. I think maybe I mean obviously there was. Costi was saying that you know he had he was struggling at the weekend and they were meant to go and see him and all that and it got cancelled. But I think it was still was it was just a horrible shot, wasn't it? I, I, I know that everybody knew he was he was ill. Uh, maybe a year ago, just just under a year ago, and I uh, seen the pictures that he was at the golf day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, at that at that point, I was thinking no, no thinking anything about definite, but uh, like it, you could taste he lost a lot of weight and. Uh, it wasn't a wall that everybody knew, but Aye, to be fair, was... him, he got he got up and he, got, he was out of the house. He's no one for sitting about, so fair play him for going and going. And uh, I think it was Andy Smiley's daughter's uh, golf day, so he got up and got out and he went to see his mates, and he was still still thinking at that point. Yeah. Aye, it was the the forty when you seen him. Like obviously, the, when everybody was together, and you seen him next. Is that the forty you seen him next? And Fer- Alex Ferguson was there as well. Yeah. Yep. And you see, obviously, Fergie's been nowhere to, and you see him back, and he's get, he's kind of, he looked a bit better, but then you see Walter, like, obviously, like, what I was saying on Rangers daft, like, Walter, wasn't he, he was quite a big guy, do you know what I mean? Like, quite, looked quite solid, and it just it did, it gave me, I don't know, it gave me the fear seeing him like that, do you know what I mean? It just didn't look like yeah. him, mate. 
No, I, I was the same. Obviously, you, you both uh, played the charity game when, when he was in the changing room and stuff. And you see what, what sort of man he was built to build him uh, back then, even though he was a bit older. Always uh, holiday, suntan, always looking brilliant. And even though he's still looking brilliant, but you could see that he had lost a lot of weight. Aye. And uh, it was a shame. But even, even at that point, nobody really knew it was... It was Kept private. It's probably the first time that, any, that I know anybody in the limelight that's that's went through that, and and most of it's been kept and kept to the family uh, and close friends. So fair play for that. Can you remember meeting him for the first time, Bob? What was that, that encounter like? Uh, to be honest, the, f- the first time. Uh, norm- normally, when we were kids uh, signing contracts, I uh you would go in and like go into the room and walk on that would sign the contracts for you but there was something happening I don't know if they had a game that the day that I signed my contract they had a game and uh, it was one of the staff that had signed it and uh, but the first time after that when I went into the, one of the staff I just remember that what well, I knew everybody it didn't matter what age you were who, what team you played for he knew everybody's name and uh, he, would, he would always he would never walk past you in the, in the corridor uh, but I can always remember that to be at a young age, everybody used to hate him. Even no, not so much first team players, but reserve players, kids, uh, under 16s, first first year apprentices. We all used to be shit scared in the local the corridor because you used to hear him and Archie shouting on whoever looked after their room. Like Fergie was one of them, used to clean their kit and stuff and put their boots down, go and get them tea and toast. And you just used to hear their names getting shouted constant. So we first year apprentices used to kind of uh, try and swerve that so that you want to get involved with them. But uh, no, he was some man. I know that there's a lot of people saying that he was a hard man and uh, used to throw things about and stuff. But I, n- I never seen him in that light. Uh, uh, never in any changing him that I was in him that he, he did anything like that. Aye. Aye. I think, I think, but that just shows you, but he didn't need to do that. Didn't he know it was just his presence, and it was probably Aye. the eyes he would give, or rather than you know, as as you say, folks saying that he was launching stuff like that. I think he probably, he, you know, he helped me with words here, Bob. He was. No, Aye, I mean it's like it's like son. Everybody. Aye. Aye, he could command a room, couldn't he? Like just walk in and just command a room. Like it would be. I mean, the first time I seen him in when I was with my brother-in-law, and I seen him in the director's box, and he walked in with Ethel. It's like. Still, I'd met a couple times before that, but when you see him, he, he's, I get starstruck. It's like, you are like pure. Yeah, he commands a room and you just, you, you listen when he talks, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I was just say, even I had seen him for years up until that charity again. And uh, even though you've you've known him for a long time, still, when he speaks to you, you get the butterfly in your stomach. Yeah. And, that, and that's not just me, That that's players that have played them for a long time, like Craig Mills and players like that. Uh, Still get the, the old butterflies when you speak to them, so that that tells you what sort of man and the respect that everybody had from. Uh, Graham Alexander was 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 speaking about the other night, and he says that he, he never ever believed in somebody having a presence mm-hmm. until he, he, he played for Walter Smith at Scotland. Then he realised, oh, I know what it means when somebody's got a presence, like you you know, you know like when you walk into a room, like how you react to him and stuff like that. And it, aye, aye. Uh, that that's better, that's. <laughs> <laughs> you see everybody saying the same same sort of thing about him. He's uh, even at, like Graham Alexander, probably 
thought he was at the end of his career. Aye. And Walter called him up and he says that we, we entrusted his career with Scotland. So uh, that, that's what he had. And he, did, he never just done that for him. He'd done that for a lot, a lot of players through his career. Gaza, probably one of them. What, what was he like on the training ground, Bob? What was he like to work with? Uh, we very, very rarely did we, as kids, like come in uh, first team training. He never really, what we never, never really took part. It was mostly Archer that did the training, and uh, David Dodds, what would oversee it, uh, make sure that nobody was uh, taking the piss. But <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty hard when you've got gas going and players like that in your in your team training. <laughs> uh, I can remember one day. There was maybe about ten of the ten of the youth players. We used to if the first team if we had if the youth team had a game, we would go the next day up to the first team training and collect, collect balls and stuff. Uh, and we get told to join in the warm up with the first team. And uh, we were sitting and everybody stretching. And the next minute, you can see all the first team players like kind of uh, leaving the vicinity. And don't remember the big boy Eric Anderson. Aye, aye, aye. Well, he he was uh, he was sitting stretching, but he was facing away from Gaza, and uh, Gaza's crawled up behind him and he's got his wallet put it and started peeing on his leg, <laughs> and uh, so everybody's pissing themselves laughing, but the gaffer's just standing there shaking his head. There's nothing. There's nothing they can do. And but I said, the camera's not there, and uh, he must be thinking to himself, "What's happening?" <laughs> but, uh, that that's probably the the only the player that I don't. He could control him at a certain stage, but then Gaza was just that nuts that he could never fully control him. Um, <laughs> there's, there's that video in there, um, a Walter up on the stage. He's talking about how he went out to Italy to sign him. He's like, I want you to sign for, for Rangers, Paul. And he's like, cool. Right, aye. Aye, aye. I've seen that last night. Brilliant. <laughs> do you think there's, what do you think Rangers will do to kind of like memorialise him, Bob? Do you think, what do you think, a, a stand named after him? Uh, or, or? I think, I think you've got to, it's either got to be a stand, a stand and a statue or the, name the stadium after him. Gotcha. I think that's how, I think that's how, how big he is. Mm-hmm. 100% uh, agree, mate, 100%. I know, I know there's been plenty of times when they, they've spoke about the stadium getting renamed and stuff like that, but I think on this occasion, uh, it's only too fitting after the, the years and the services given to the club. Mm-hmm. Right. Brilliant, man. That's excellent. I definitely... last night? Oh, don't ruin it. I've never it, seen him, mate. We had, we, had a, we had a game last night against the Beatles. Yeah, so never, Bo, 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 how good was that boy? Was he good? The big boy up front that scored the hat trick. What was he like? Is he no wee? Ah, he was, he was all right. No, he's no wee. <laughs> no? Uh, oh, he's, he's decent. Good movement. Uh, obviously, good finisher. So, I think there's a wee bit of excitement running about the future about that boy. Good, mate. Good. Allegro, that's it, isn't it? Allegro. Is that you just I'm Googled it, Gredo, man? I have, no. <laughs> and I like, bro, that's a motor, is it, no? Bob, thanks so much for coming on and, and sharing your memories of Walter um, and like the boy sell. But, but I hope he gets uh, immortalised within the stadium, you know, a statue or, you know, even name the Copeland Road after him or, or what have you. So, But thanks for coming on, Bob, bro. I appreciate it. Have you heard? Have you heard the? Uh, I don't know if anybody's have told you that story before. Maybe the explosive have been on about uh, the story about John Douglas and Walter Smith. No, tell us. No. <laughs> the, John Douglas was a, he's a couple of years older than me, so he would have been a pro at the time we were all apprentices. And uh, Archie Knox used to always come in every day or every second day with 
their shoes. Now, back then, we had to wear shirt and tie. So you always had to wear a pair of shoes. So Archie used to come in without fail, say to John Douglas, I want Mings and the gaffer shoes gleaming. Uh, I want to be able to see my face off the front of them and make sure the soles are clean. <laughs> so John Douglas, Irish from Northern Ireland, uh, mad as a brush, no got a clue. He polished the shoes, shined them, and then polished the, ga- the gaffer's soles. Thinking because, <laughs> because Archie... Because Archie said to me he wanted them gleaning and clean, clean the soles, that he'd fucking polish the soles. And, uh, but the gaffer had, had one of them Merc uh, SLs and now the wee two-seaters. Oh, yes, aye, aye. Brand, brand span came with big cream carpets inside. Oh, no! Inside. Oh, so no. the gaffer was going to something and uh, <laughs> he's in his, in his motor, fucking black polish <laughs> the bottom of his soles, <laughs> driving about and he notices it's all bit polish. So fair to say, the next the next day it comes in not too happy and starts going mental. <laughs> uh, but that was just, well, that's the, the one person you didn't you wouldn't want to do that to was no. Walter Smith and uh, he did it not even knowing he'd done anything wrong. It's <laughs> brilliant, man. Oh, brilliant, Now that's good, mate. It's good as I say. It's good to get a week and a laugh and all because aye. It's you know it's obviously it's, it's only be it's still rotty folk but it's good to talk and celebrate you know what a character he was man nobody will ever forget him to me he's Mister Rangers he's exactly he's he, memories for as a boy we've got to thank him for and he's just going to be he is he's just a god. It's like Hart and Hand said oh, they they had the name he died man the Rangers family's lost its father that's what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely that man. Bob, thanks, mate. I appreciate you giving up your no time, worries, mate. I appreciate it, bud. No problems. All the best, we're all, all the best, man. Cheers. What are you for, what are you for a Halloween? What? Are you going for I'm a dress up as you, but your thing would be a wee bit too big for me. Your costume. <laughs> 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 He's already gave it to fucking Jamie Langfield anyway, Bob. Oh, is he? Aye. Right. Cheers, Bob. Take care, buddy. Football dafts. Big question. Have you got your pumpkin ready? Stephen, did the Waynes do up? I've done a pumpkin yet. Yes, they went pumpkin picking at the weekend, but because I had the COVID, I had a pickup day to film River City. So it's the first year since they've been born. I missed it and I was gutted. Oh, Grado, I mean, you're now a, well, a dad to be, and you've got uh, the wee one kicking about the house now. What's she dressing up as? Uh, uh, oh, a, 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 a scary ballerina Zombie ballerina Zombie ballerina Is that be that zombies programme Now the big question we were talking about it last week Before we get into the big question, big question The big question is Did Jamie Langfield get your Gredo top sent to him? I did, and I, so I, um, I, I, I basically came out um, the go radio station at ten o'clock, and then found out about what, and I had to go straight there. So I was still greeting when I walked into St. Martin's Ground. You know, I'm like, I was like, I'm fucking really taking this bad about water, um, and I handed her the 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 the, the, the singlet, the knee pads, the bum bag, and the bonnet. And I washed the singlet. I, I, let, I left it all night, but the knee pads were fucking bogging, man. Is she gone his cradle? Well, I don't know if it's a grade or a wrestler, but he's got my gear. That is brilliant, man. That's br- big Langfield, big Clangles, man. Aye. So is this, like, is this for a St Mirren uh, party or is this him just uh, kicking about the house? I don't even know, man. But I've told him, like you know, that that, that singlet that I've that I've gave him is 
is a, a singlet that I wore in Switzerland when I won the tag team titles. I gave him a pair of boots that I wrestled in Mexico City. Um, so he knows there's a lot of legacy in the gear that I've get, that I've gave him. You know what I mean? Uh, well, better come back in one piece. You know what? Did, did you see any of the Sidman players kicking about when you were there? No, I just it was just all uh, women, office women and stuff like that. They were kind of talking away to me. They were lovely, but oh, there you go, there you go. We need to get. I'd love to get uh, Big Jim on the. Uh, oh, he, he's a big handsome bastard, isn't he? Sure, <laughs> I sure I got him that Drew McIntyre video when he said he was going to come on the podcast. Nah, well, let's 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 tap him up because uh, we'd love to. I'd, lo- I'd love to get him on. I think he's. And- Big handsome man, him. I think. Play. I think if we if we're looking at things here, I think really St Mirren owe the football daft podcast quite a bit at the moment because obviously Grado's given out his his historical uh, wrestling gear that comes with a big pedigree, and Jim Goodwin also got a Drew McIntyre video from Grado. So St Mirren, if you're listening, St Mirren, help hey, us out. Jim, Jim, he is a handsome guy, but do you know how he looks a bit like a skull? A skull. A skull. <laughs> He looks a bit like Kenny Rogers. He's got that white hair, the white beard. Aye. I think he looks like... He, see, I don't know, man. He looks like maybe one of the fucking baddies for that 80s movie, Roadhouse, man. He <laughs> 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 looks like oh, Patrick Swayze's brother or something. His best pal in Roadhouse, man. Assistant bounce, the assistant Aye. bouncer fucking... There's big Jim <laughs> Jim Roadhouse. See if you put, like, fucking Chappelle's on on the hat and all that. He looks like fucking... <laughs> Brilliant. That, I tell you what, that's next week's uh, big question. What uh, football should star in what films? Jim Goodwin, Roadhouse... I would be here all day with that. So would right, okay, well, that's next week's big questions to think about. This week's big question, we're talking about Halloween, no, and we asked you to take a footballer and make them spooky. Now, we're going to give you bonus points if you made them from Scottish football. Oh. Uh, have you got, Grado, you've been thinking of one, haven't you? Eric Boo Anderson. Brilliant. Oh, I was going to go with Boo and all, but it was Magic Boo Guerra. Oh, that's all right. That, that works as well. well, that works I've, as got, well. I've got Nigel Spickman. Uh, good, that is good. Yeah. That is good. Ah, uh, it's a good one. Uh, let me think. Let me think. And Paul McSlay. Paul McSlay. <laughs> I've got a really scary one. Right. Terry Hullock. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, the the boys could, have been. You could say terrified Hullock. Terrified Hullock. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. Um listeners, I think you've got the, the listeners responses in front of you there, boys. Oh there we go. I'll go in good just Yes, we're very professional with that, John. Right, we've got Martin who says Kyle Ghoul for the hashi. Decent. I'll just keep going. You just keep going because I'm trying to find it. Scott says Peter Check under the bed. <laughs> I quite like that that's quite good He's, uh, he also says Arjun Apple Bobbin Iron Iron Apple Bobbin they said Iron Robin yeah, yeah. Ryan Jackal Lantern <laughs> Ryan Jackal Lantern's no bad that's no bad Michael's got a good one Keith Keith Fright Keith Fright is good that's good that is good Vertigo says Joe Aribu and Peter Granty Christ <laughs> I'm sure Pundit says uh, Shin Spooky Nakamura. <laughs> Shin Spooky Nakamura. Grant says Jan Venegor of Hesselhink. Nice. Jonathan nice. Gould and Serial Queller. <laughs> 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 uh, Robert says Mark Grimm Reaper. <laughs> ah. Callum says Eric Bullen. Uh, Bullen. Uh, David Eric Boo Anderson. 
Oh, this is a good one. Dake says Alfred Omarella. Oh, that's quite clever. Glasgow locked lockdown says Connor Gilson, and Jason says Martin Bunny Boyle. Oh no, I've yeah. Casper the friendly ghost Schmeichel. <laughs> I can't believe his name to say Magic Bugera. Yeah. I know. There's a couple of good ones. I had this one at the bottom as well. I don't know if you've seen this one. Jimmy Cauldron Wood, uh, Pump, Pump Kenny Miller, and Frankenstein McAvaney. Uh, uh, Grant says Ange goes to Coglu. <laughs> nice one. And uh, Ross has loads. He's went for classic strapping for these ones. Skella, Tony Watt, hmm. Andy Spider Webster, Alan hmm. Mame, Murder McLeod. Yeah. <laughs> Warlock Hans, uh, Warlock Hans, uh, I don't know what that one is. Hans Haunted Heel House. That's a good one. Near Beaten by a Zombie. Does <laughs> that mean Near Beaten by a Zombie? Yeah. <laughs> and the final one I think you'll appreciate, former guest on the show, Mickey Weirwolf. Why <laughs> oh, you struggling there, man? He's struggling. He's struggling, he's struggling there, man. <laughs> that was this week's big question. Football daft. With G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. The ProSet playoff is on with piesports.com. Scottish football fans consume about a million pies a year, and we like to give them away with Pie Sports every week here on Football Daft. If you're looking for the favourites, the scotch, the steak and gravy, the macaroni, they've got them, but they've also got a variety of other flavours. You can do chicken and chorizo, curry pies, the full shebang. Pick your formation, get them online, they'll get sent to your door. They deliver to free of charge a lot of postcodes across Scotland, and they'll get them to about 48 hours, so you've got them for the football this weekend. Give them a call as well if you can't get online, 0141 739 Double nine, double nine. So every week, like I say, we like to give away a package here on Football Daft. And on to play today for the pies, it is Thistle supporter, Darren. How you doing, Darren? Not bad. Boys, how are you? How you doing, all right? Oh, good, good mate, good. And I'm really glad we've got you all, mates. I know John's been patching you quite a lot, man, because <laughs> your team kept scudding them in League One last season. That. Uh, oh, Welcome to the show, Darren. It was just impressive they managed to fin- finish fifth in a two-horse race, to be honest. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's a, it's a car. I don't, I'm assuming you've all seen the Falkirk uh, yes. white Q&A. Yes, I'm sure everyone's seen that by now. Just Gregos, you've not seen this yet? No. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. It's embarrassing. It's, it was trending across the UK this I've well, not seen it yet either. Okay, that's fine. Then. We'll just skip over that then. Fantastic. Let's <laughs> two, move hours, on. two hours of just brilliant. It was great. I'll, uh, I'll tag you in it later on. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, well, Adam, thanks for coming on the show. We're going to play for the pies. Uh, you probably, if you've heard the show before, you'll know how it works. I'm going to read out a player description and you've got to buzz in and um, guess the player. Person who buzzes in gets it right, gets a point. First of two wins. If you buzz in, however, you get it wrong, play continues for the other person. First of two wins. Um, right, so we're going to flip a coin for it, Dan. Let's see who you're playing, either Stephen or Grado. Heads, Grado's tail Stephen. It is tail Stephen Purden, who's been away for ages, oh. so it's good that you can get I was here two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. I'd rather Grado. Would you have rather Grado, right? Well, I think, no, I don't. See, I, I, right, I've, no, I've no lost a lot of these games, but I've no played That's a lot of them. That's the worry, you've no lost a lot. 
Well, no, but I've no, but I've no played a lot. Grado's probably. I think Grado's better. He's got a better memory. He's got a mad weird fucked up memory. He remembers all these players for years what, what, ago. What would end the day? Well, this is it. Well, we started this last week. Remember, Grado, we did Danish players that have played in Scotland. I thought oh. we'd continue on that theme, so we're going to go for Argentinians that have played in Scotland. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. So, I don't know how many Argentinians have played for Thistle, uh, Darren. Oh, mostly just boys from Mary Hill. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> 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 right, so them off the streets. I need to get your buzzer, Stephen. What's your buzzer? Eh, uh, mine's will be Maradona. Nice. Uh, what are you going to go for, Darren? Uh, five now. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> right, here we go. Okay, first Argentinian out the hat. Here we go. Starting his career with Platense, this player was signed by Ivan Benetti at Dundee. Oh, by Maradona. Ah, you're going to cut. Right, Stephen, you've come in first. Who is it? It's not the obvious one, is it? Uh, Somebody else it, signed a lot of Argentinians, did they not? They signed loads of Argentinians. Uh, Fabian Caballero. No, it's not. Right, I'll continue with the uh, clue. the obvious one. I'll ca- no, I'll continue with the clue. He spent three years at the club, helping them to a Scottish Cup final against Rangers and was described by the Herald as inspirational. Eventually, he moved, when I moved down south, when he signed for Crystal Palace, where he spent 11 years, mostly there as their number one choice. Oh, I've got it. 5-0. Uh, Julian Speroni. It is Julian. Oh, jumped in too early. Jumped in too early. Far too early. Far too early. Right, next player out. Here we go. 1 0 to Darren. Another Argentinian that Dundee signed was his, this striker who signed. Maradona. Him. Why, Stephen? Who is it? Is it the old Caballero? It is Caballero. Oh, that was a. It could have went one way or the other way. So, 1 1. Time for the decider here, boys. Right, you ready? This Argentinian ended up in Scotland after a move from Mallorca. He marked his debut with two goals as Rangers came from... Darren was in first. It's no, it's no who I thought it was, because I don't even think he's Argentinian. Uh, Go for it. No Konchelskis, don't even think he's Argentinian. No, it's all Konchelskis, no, No, Russian. Ah, nightmare. Right, Stephen, do you want me to continue or do you want to just give me the answer? Continue a wee bit. I think I've got it. I've got it, I think, but I just want to make sure. You might have debut with two goals as Rangers came from 3-0 down against Shelburne to win 5-3 after a £4.2 million move. Gabriel Amato. It is Gabriel Amato. 2-1. 2-1, there you go. And just for for you, the last one was, this player has played in two World Cups and scored in... Quintana! Kenija. It is Kenija. There you go. You're desperate to say that all along. Do you know? Do you know who I thought you were going to go for a pure obscure one? So I said Kerry Oman Rangers. I thought you were going for one fucking Federico Nieto. Oh. <laughs> he might be before my time. I don't even think I know that name. No, mate. He was like. He I'm was only thirty. Only thirty. I'm not right, a little older, stop. but. Stop showing after him. Do you know what, mate? You're only 30. You probably won't go to Bailey I've got yet, so you can have the pies, right? I'm just going to the gym now, so uh, <laughs> I'll see how that goes. Brilliant. See how that goes. Fantastic, Dan. Brilliant. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming hey, on. Good luck to Thistle this season. Uh, I think you'll get the playoffs. I think you'll get a playoff. Hope so. Hope so. Good luck to Falk up and not getting uh, Oh, thank you for that, Dan. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> And listen, if you I, want to I wish pie, I could say good luck to the Angels, but that's just not that's just that's not going to happen. Not <laughs> you're not getting the pies, Dan. Give me, give me two. Sorry, right, give me two. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get pies, head to piesports.com.
von Credos, Widerdos und Fünfbaumdern. Working with three riddles, the footballers or someone involved with Scottish football. It's Grado's three riddles. Play along wherever you are uh, and listen to see if you can beat the boys. Before we start this week's episode, congratulations to everybody who got last week's riddle, which we threw out to you, and you got it right. Bob, did you know what it was? And I'll, and I'll let you see if you can have a wee bash at it. No, go for it. I genuinely don't know what it is. Right, we'll just get, I'll give you 20 seconds. Phoning one of the Spice Girls. Whilst banging something. <laughs> Sounds like me in my fucking twenties. Phoning one of the space girls while banging something. Come on. clock going at this point, shouldn't we? Aye. 20 seconds are up. The answer, of course, was Colin Meldrum. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to Scott Callan, Martin Hagney, Adam and Craig Gray. However, Jack was in first, so you are this week's riddle man of the match. Well played. Time for this week's riddles, and the current score is Christopher on 16, John 13, Stevie is on 6, Ryan is on 1, and Jack is on one. So here we go. The first one. <clears throat> a conservative ex-wife of Jordan letting things circulate. Tory Andrew Four. Well done. Oh! Oh! Boom. Boom. Well done, mate. <laughs> that is good. This one should be fairly easy. Valley in the centre of town. Valley in the centre of town. Valley <laughs> in the centre of town. Valley in the centre of town. I thought you should have got us like instantly. Valley. A valley. A valley as in. A valley or a valley as in... As in a valley, as in V-A-L-L-E-Y. What was another word for a valley? I thought you meant like a valley as in someone that cleans your car. No, no, no. Okay. Um, Centre of town. Centre for a valley. I know, that's what I'm trying to think. Centre for a valley. I mean, it's a narrow valley. What is a narrow valley? A gorge? Valley. No. Gorge? Not a gorge. A narrow valley. If he's kind of get this one, will we get, get this one out to the listeners? What do you think? If he's kind Aye. Of... Go then. Right, okay. I Let's give that to the listeners. Give that one to the listeners. So really, there you go. Really, really easy, man. I really are surprised at that. Okay. This one, I'm only going to do the second name because the first name's a fucking pain in the ass to get, right? So it's a, the second name or somebody, right? <laughs> Where they film Take the High Road and playing a wee game. Gwen Lewins? No, no. 
No, but that's funny. You said Glenn Levin's just no. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know. Is Glenn Levin something to do with the fucking Valley one? A wee bit. <laughs> Glenn Kamara. That's a Kamara. Close, but no. So we're back to the fucking second one now. <laughs> <laughs> the second one. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Glenn Hoddle. No, Glenn. Partly in the centre of town. Glenn Square. Glenn Square. No, Glenn. That's what I was saying. He's staring in the face. Staring in the face. In the centre of town. Glenn Busy. Glenn City. Glenn. We're back to the second one. <laughs> Glenn Kamala. Glenn Glenn. Centre of town. <laughs> centre of town. Hey, if you're in the centre. Gwen Middleton. Hey! Oh! Oh! I'm taking the point for that, by the way. <laughs> the point for that. Right, now the third one again. Will they found take the high road and play the wee game? Play the wee game. Gwen Dalek. Gwen da- no. Is it well, is it the fictional place or is it the Oh what was the, what's the name of the place to actually film it? I know, come on. It's the actual place they film it in Lock Woman's side, isn't it? Right. You're not, it's, it's not the fictional Glenn Derrick. We're thinking of the actual... Oh, right, right, okay, okay, I'm on it. I'm on it. Right, so... Loss. Right, I've, I've got a... Loose fig! <laughs> loose fig! Yeah, loose fig! Fig, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant, Grado. That is brilliant. That was good, man. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Well, we thought because this worked out really well last week. Before we get into the, the outro, will we throw it out to the listeners. Right. So I just want to let the listeners know at this point. I'm going to hand over to John. John thinks he can do the bit of the riddling. Oh no, no. no. I'm not being associated with his shite riddles, so we'll give him a wee bash. So let him have a wee go. So this, this is this week's John's riddle for the, the listeners. Punters, punters. Okay. Punters. Here we go. The riddle, first one in on Twitter with this one, will get themselves on the board. Right. Lifts a car at County. Lifts a car at County. What is that one? There we go. Right, throw it to the listeners. Brilliant, thanks, Credo. Football daft. With G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. It's time for the El Dorado Swanky Moment of the Week. Remember, ask for LD any swanky bar. It's easy to drink, short, fruity, and finish with a trace of caffeine. You boys have had your bottles, haven't you? Beautiful. Oh, aye. Oh, aye. Oh, that was tanned a long time. Beautiful. Um, it's available at your local convenience store right now. Get them followed on Facebook or Instagram, El Dorado Tonic Wine, or check them out, eldoradotonicwine.com. The boys from El Dorado Tonic are going to come down to the studio next week. We're not in the studio this week for many a reason, but they're coming down. They've got a swanky Cadillac that they're going to be coming down with next week to get some pictures taken with. Oh, I bought a shot. Yep, so well, uh, the Eldorado Tonic boys will see those pictures soon. Uh, but we celebrate the taste of Eldorado on Football Daft by picking out our swanky moments from Scottish football. And we get to you to vote on them at Football Daft Pod on Twitter. Now, Stephen, you missed last week. Here were the choices. See what you would have voted for. Um, we had Chris was choosing 
Hearts Succession Top. I don't know if you saw that. Succession, the programmes uh, did a charity top for Hearts. Yes. Um, and uh, so they had that sponsor made up, which was absolute class. Uh, Grado went for Newcastle's doctor, Tom Pritchard, um, after the heart attack in the stand. Yes. Uh, Martin, the listener, went for uh, Jota's ball for Kyogo against Fans Faros. And I went for Chris Boyd's smile being wiped off his face within two minutes because of after the Hearts game because he was slagging off Jeff Sterling and then about two minutes later he was Jeff was getting it back to him. What would you have voted for? I would have went for probably Tolls. Well, the results in Toll was in last place with 10% what of the vote. Yep, 20% yeah. of the vote went to Grado and Newcastle, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Second place, it was the listeners. It was Martin with Jota's ball for Kyogo. First place, however, was my good self, Chris Boyd's smile being wiped off his face on Soccer Saturday. Yeah. So uh, that was last week's choices, but what are this week's? Stephen Purden, since you've been off for weeks and months, uh, what's your nomination? Right, I'm going to go with this because he looked swanky. I thought there was something quite swanky about it that Rangers are playing who are we playing against St Mirren Minute? Was it St Mirren Minute? Was Marin, yeah. They scored an absolute world day and then we finally came back and won the game. But then you turn Super Sunday on as <laughs> soon as we're sitting there looking fucking dapper with Jamie Carragher, Gary Neville and a guy we could have endangered I mean before. <laughs> I love the boss and the guy, and I think it's swanky. He's got look, Stevie, don't put me in the squad this week. I'm doing Super Sunday down the road. <laughs> a swanky squad, to be fair. <laughs> and I loved how he's just kind of Gary Neville looked like he was going to have a breakdown. His fucking carrier and Sirius was getting tore into him, and the foes just sitting like that. Do you know what I mean? I think there's, there's something just quite swanky about it, I think. I know, I know. He obviously. Realised the heat he was getting because straight after, it's like, congratulations to Alfredo on his 100th goal tweet went straight out <laughs> after, eh? But I think it's like one of the ones. What's that, mate? Rangers tweeted and all, good to see Jermaine uh, Defoe down in the sky. They would never have tweeted that. Is because no, no. I mean, he's not meant to be in the bench as a coach. Is he, that's I, what you would think. I think, <laughs> I think Gerard, no matter if Morelos is a wee bit maybe looking a bit overweight now, or somebody's no pulling their fucking their weight in training. If JD goes like that, look, Gaffer, I'm going down the road today, Super yeah. Sunday this week. Gerard's like, no bother, mate. No bother. <laughs> somebody goes like that with Jermaine, Gerard just gives him a death stare. Are you fucking talking to Great, though, what's your swanky moment? My swanky moment of the week is a St. Man player who, what was his name? Richard Tate. Richard Tate. Richard I thought you said Richard Taint as uh, a wee tribute. <laughs> Richard Taint's front bump over the barrier. He was uh, running so fast and he went out of the park, jumped over the barrier, but swankiness in the front bump. I mean, I trained for years to to perfect a front bump and no injure myself and he done it in a bother and he looked good, got upped, rubbed himself off and then played the rest of the game and gave us a wee he- hee-haw and a giggle. Even Aye. Then- and I think a lot of, more, a lot of football players could learn a lot for that, like what they go down for in a game, never mind what, do you know what I mean? Hey, are you talking about last night? Well, I'm touching on it, aye. Aye, these Aberdeen players fucking getting a bit of wind blowing them and they're doing for fucking 
five minutes. Fucking Richard Tate's fucking flying out barriers, doing forward rolls and getting up and getting on with it. Does Richard Tate have a potential future in the wrestling world, Grado? Who knows, mate? He's uh... <laughs> the, the taint. Well, listen, we're doing, obviously St Mirren owes a, a favour. Maybe we could get Richard on the show and have a wee chat with him. <laughs> St Mirren fucking owes a fortune there, didn't he, man? Exactly, exactly. Um, listen, uh, I'll go for... <laughs> I'm, I know we don't, don't normally go for our own clubs, but I've got to go for this. So you guys haven't seen it yet, but the absolute shit show, which was the Q&A with the Falkirk um, board, which is trend was trending across the UK, and now everyone is getting fucking torn in about Falkirk as a result of this. I can't believe I've not seen this. I can't believe you've not seen it. It's all it's been all over the place. Everyone is slagging us off because are basically and to be fair, it's like the board went up. They basically said that we shouldn't be booing the players. We shouldn't be booing the players because they can't take it and it's all our fault. They basically said it's pretty much the fans' fault. This guy went upright, he did this monologue, beautiful monologue, very well-researched monologue, asked a question at the end of it. However, the chairman goes, that's a statement, not a question. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the first fucking thing that happened. So immediately everyone's on their backs. So as a result of it, Hats off to the Falkirk supporter who has created a t-shirt especially to honour the board and uh, all the money's going towards the Falkirk Foundation. Basically, it has the word boo on the front of it because that's what the players are scared of apparently getting booed. (laughs) And then on the back of it, it says, that's a statement, not a question. (laughs) Hats off to that. So I'm giving, uh, I don't know who's made that t-shirt, but uh, that is getting my nomination. In fact, I think it might have been my brother that's made it, actually, and I've looked at the post. Is it? I think my brother's maybe made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That should be the name of this week's episode. This is a statement, not a question. Yeah, that, no, there you go. That's definitely in tribute to Fogger. So I am nominating that, and I think it must be, I think it's my brother. I'll have to, so my brother gets the nomination for his T-shirt design for that. So there you go. I didn't even realise it until I checked there. Um, if you can't miss it, the bar's open. There are no flyer drills uh, booked in for tonight either. So if there is a, a bell goes off, it is a genuine one and uh, run like hell, basically. Uh, okay, so um, the reason I'm calling this now is because we have got loads of questions to get through. He was going, he was telling folk after there to start talking. Let's hear the start it. First of all, I have to tell you about uh, if you want the toilet. Out that door at the back there. Right. Uh, it's, 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 it gets to the bit where there's a five minute monologue, right? This guy goes on, he's very well researched and very good. Oh, I've got a good bit here. Let's make some, one thing clear because there's this recurring theme that we're blaming fans. We're not blaming fans. We are not. No. no, yeah. no. Yeah. It's like the fucking House of Commons. Uh, what, uh, what, I didn't go to the like finish. We're not blaming fans. What we're saying is there are certain behaviours that are unacceptable and not helpful and not helpful to the collective. Good. Good. <laughs> it's two hours of gold, gentlemen. Oh, John, why, John, why were you not there? I, I wasn't there because I'm so apathetic at the moment. I am. That's the problem. I'm so apathetic. It didn't. Hey, John, is is there a chance you could go down to League Two this year? There could be. I, I couldn't rule anything out. Hey, all joke, all joke aside, right? A team like Falkirk, if they go down to League Two, that is an absolute disaster, isn't it? Aye. 
course it is. I mean, it's the end of the club. It's the end of the club. But aye, I'm so apathetic at the moment. But some changes need to be made. But anyway. Fuck yeah, that was a statement, not a question. That was a statement, not a question. <laughs> <laughs> um, the listener's choice comes this week from Daz on our Twitter. Um, now, Gradle, you might have seen this the Ayrshire, in the Ayrshire Derby. Oh, I heard there was, it was kicking, was it kicking off last night, no? Uh, d- d- well, aye, the Kilmarnock bus uh, windows got panned in, but, however, Kilmarnock goalkeeper Zach Hemming, this is the swanky moment as nominated by Daz, Basically, set his location on Instagram to shithole after playing. Oh, I seen that. After playing rivals air, so he set Somerset Park as shithole and checked in at shithole on Instagram. That is total shit and that is uh, the swanky nominee nomination from the listeners this week. So there you go. Our swanky nominations are as follows. Stephen Purden, what is your swanky moment? Defoe takes a day off. Cato, <laughs> what is yours? Richard Taint takes a tumble. <laughs> Mine's is that is a statement, not a question. <laughs> and finally, from the listeners, we've got Somerset House, uh, Somerset Park, shit house. So. <laughs> That is this week's nomination for the Swanky Moment. Please get onto our uh, socials and vote for what you think should be this week's Swanky Moment. And remember, Eldorado Tonic Wine, Scotland's own, is now Football Daft. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Remember, you can get more content from Football Daft right now on our Patreon channel. Just in case you don't know what that is, basically, it's a service that's going to give you more content from us. Uh, you sign up there, it's got three tiers up there. You can get um, a, a cameo from Stephen Purden. Mm-hmm. You can get Stephen Purden wishing your granny happy birthday. You can do, what else will you do, Stephen? For for the, the Patreon listeners, pretty much anything. I'll do a, a birthday wish, I'll do a Get well soon. Yeah. I'll just do a general hello. I'll do a... Yeah, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> um, we do, I have to say, we're, we are not fucking Wagner. We are not going to get caught out by any of these dodgy ones that, oh, that come. No, we will get caught fucking, out by that. No, Mad Wagner slagging off the Arabs and all that. <laughs> yeah, and Dundee United and all. No, no, we are not. No, no. But, so listen... You can try your best, but the best way to do that is sign up to patreon.com forward slash football daft. Get the video version of the show, video versions of Rangers and Celtic daft, chance to come on as a pundit on Rangers and Celtic daft, free t-shirts. Uh, we're still sending a few out, which people have been chasing me up for. We'll get that to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can pick what you sign up for, patreon.com forward slash football daft. And up there as well, we do our teammates, uh, where we all our former guests, we've asked them questions such as, who's the best you played with? Pops. Shagger. And of course, the famous one that like Stephen says, who's the top shagger, which very few people have answered unless they've played yeah. with Alan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you want to get that, you get that patreon.com forward slash football daft. And talking of teammates, let's give you a taster of one of our former guests. It's Rangers and Motherwell man, Morris Ross. Worst dressed. He would probably kill me for staying it, but probably Stefan Kloss. I, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that. Again, with the with the big kind of baggier jeans and all that, and he likes going. That's how he, he, he liked his biking and all that, didn't he? That's how he gets. Baggy jeans with Adidas tours and trainers on. <laughs> no, that's that's wrong, right? I mean, mate, yeah, that's no right. 
I'll take that one. <laughs> but he was a top keeper, so that worked out. Oh, absolutely. Moniest. Larry Ferguson. Twin. He wins it twice. Everybody says that. Oh, X-Rangers at everyone. <laughs> but again, you, you, you can't say that on the body, can you? Um, for the output, yeah. but no. Oh, terrible. After him... Nah, he wins it hands down. <laughs> Who do you want to back you up in a fight? Probably Kevin Muscat or Neil McCann. Oh, we Neil McCann, you would be maybe be surprised with that, but we nearly can handle himself. As, as David May found out in a pre-season friendly over in Austria. Ah, that's right. I remember <laughs> that's that. Right. I remember that. Okay, I remember that. I was in friendly. It was actually in the. the the, the nightclub after it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you're allowed to socialise. Best looking? Big Charlie Mulgrew, I would say him. Aye, aye, yes. We are uh, Charlie Aberdeen, he's a big smoothie. He, he, he is a handsome fella, but has he, has he got a hair transplant as well, Bobby? Did he know who your guy, did he know? No, I know he looks as if he, he wouldn't need a hair transplant, but I've heard he's, he's had some work done, he's been... I, I don't think so, man. I've not heard that with Charlie. That's, that's proper locks he's got. Uh, that's, see, that's what, this is what I've heard through the grapevine. We need to find that out. Find out <laughs> <laughs> Teacher's pet. Right, we've got, we've got one at um, Motherwell now. Stevie O'Donnell, who he asks questions that he knows the answer stage, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Like, aye, I know. Well, you know that, that um, teacher, you know, she's like all the time. It can be the most self explanatory drill ever that everybody gets. He needs to ask the question to, like, you know what I mean, just prepare yourself <laughs> for like, That's murder. <laughs> and he's having a good wee run with Scotland now, so it might be even worse when he comes back, mate. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, he's, that he continues it with Motherwell when he comes back. Aye, so aye, aye, aye. Doing well, man. Doing well. Who never gets the round in? Davy Henderson. And by the way, I'm talking about nowadays, never gets the coffees, never aye. pays for his golf, <laughs> the wee, the wee uh, physio at Motherwell. Uh, we handle never. By the way, the gaffer, he borrowed money off a gaffer on a, on a golfing trip. And paid them back in sticks and golf balls. <laughs> bringing them in wee random sticks. Not yeah. even past that, just like one's a six and two, one's a six and four. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is gonna that's gonna be a sign of the times, but in it now. It's, no, it's not around now, it's who's going to who go, who go to Costa around in it, basically. <laughs> that's what it's like. Biggest bam up merchant. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Motherwell and now we've got Charles Dunn and maybe Chris Long. They two are up to all sorts. Right. And yeah, being bad boys. Messing about. A headache for the manager. Aye, proper. I probably shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> 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 Dave too much, sorry. Um, aye, they're up to all sorts. I mean, Petty stuff, like immature stuff. You're like, really, wee man? You're 26 now. Do you need to be doing this? Rain and rain actually, and actually, in the soup and you know, just that immature stuff, man. Pain in the asses. Aye, no real banter. It's just like, can you stop that? Aye, it's not even funny. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Top shagger. Oh, back in the day. I would say Big Ammo must have done a fair, fair, fair. Aye, aye. That's a shout, isn't it? I and mean, that was this the single guy that I picked on there. 
Aye, but big ammo, he was handsome Aye. and he looked at the partner, didn't he? He gave it all that Italian chat. He's still throwing it about on Italian versions of Love Island, didn't he? So, I mean, aye, he was messing about on Love Island. So. Good on him. Aye, aye, love the life, isn't he? He's not as bonny as he used to be, though, now, is he? <laughs> no, 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 he's not. Aye. Best you've played with? I've kind of been, I've touched on this before. I think Barry, but pound for pound, would be Barry Ferguson. Um, of course, you've got the glamorous ones where you're Canadians and whatnot. Um, where I'm at now, the minute I would stay, the most talented of work with would be David Turnbull. He's a good player. And the most, for me as a coach, how could, I mean, I can't influence David Turnbull as such because he's so technically gifted, but I would say the, the, the boy that responds so well to coaching would be Alan Campbell. Um, aye, the aye. midfielder plays with the 21s in Scotland. I think he's got a big, big career ahead of him. One that I would say, yeah, he can, he can go and then kick on and do really well. Football daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Uh, so that's it for this week's football daft. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, check out. All the previous episodes in the archive, you can do that. Thanks, boys. It's been a good laugh, as ever. Yes, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself. It's good being back. It's good seeing you guys. It's good to see you as well. Um, are you dressing up as anything for Halloween? What are you doing? I'm going to Arica. Oh. Uh, tomorrow. Home of Derek Johnson. Yeah, from Friday to Sunday uh, for a wee extended birthday present for my father-in-law we're staying in a big house with a pool table a hot tub all that jazz and we're dressing up as the Adams family beautiful are you going to do the shave you going to go for the full you know um... oh I could because I'm out of continuity I could get rid of all that and keep that just for yeah 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 I'm assuming you're not going as fester (laughs) no I'm Gomez mate I I thought you would be going as Gomez that's what I'm asking what are you doing John are you dressing up I am dressing up uh, tomorrow for the radio. I'm going to be dressing up because I've got nothing else. I'm going to do Rowdy Roddy Piper for the radio tomorrow. That's my era wrestling, by the way. There we go. What it? Um, how do you do it for apples? Uh, you're obviously down here, shall we, uh, Grado, as well. Killoween. How fucking mental is that? Killoween? Yeah, Killoween, aye. You've heard of Killoween, surely. What's that? Here, sure, boy. No, Kilmarnock celebrate Halloween on a Friday. The last Friday of October is Cel- Kilmarnock celebrate Halloween on the Friday. I, I tried to bring this up on, on the radio last week, right? We In Ayrshire, especially in my way, and I'm surprised it's not still the case because it was on my, you know, I'm on my Facebook street account. You know, I don't know if any of you are on your street's Facebook. There's a wee group for everybody in the streets on the man Facebook. And were, everybody was asking, Aye. the range going out. On the Saturday this weekend, because obviously Halloween falls on a Sunday, and most of them were saying no. But I remember when I was away, if Halloween landed on a Sunday, we'd go out on a Saturday. I, I, do you know what? It's kind of since we've stayed where we stay, like not in this, but in this area, it's always tried to make it the Saturday. I know what you mean, but still on the day, even if it falls on a Sunday, we'll still treat it like Halloween. But I know what you mean, like go out. Trick or treating can run the doors and all that if it's a Saturday. Uh, I, can't, I can't believe you know how to kill Halloween. Either on Madden Kilmarnock. Last Friday, October's when they celebrate Halloween. Doesn't matter what the year. There you go. So there you go. Go and, cel- go and celebrate Halloween. Um, thank you very much for listening to this week's show. Enjoy your Halloween. A couple of tasty uh, matches this week. Uh, what are you fan thinking for the Rangers, boys? 
No comment. No comment. No comment. Uh, looking down at Aberdeen Hearts, looks like it'll be a decent match now. Aberdeen have found form. Oh, oh, they don't get played. 100% Hearts will pump them. Do you think so? Because that's Aberdeen put the performance in. And I'll uh, shout out for a tasty game in League One. Cove Rangers versus Queen's Park should be a cracker as Who's well. Who's playing, John? No, I don't know. Clyde. We're playing Clyde away, so... Remember, get us on social, Twitter, at Football Daft Pod, Football Daft Podcast on Insta, and search for Football Daft on Facebook. Join up, give us your chat, that would be great. And then we'll see you next week on the show, I guess. Yes. Uh, yes. We might see Stephen, who knows? I don't know, man. Stephanie's about to drop. That's true. Grado might not be here often. Oh, we ever have a full complement of people together ever again? God, I mean, imagine Grado, man, just in the fucking hospital where I'm holding the laptop more at right end. Uh, right, two, three riddles. <laughs> 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 That's uh, it's funny. Audio Frontier. <laughs>